Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, and my fellow nerd, Garrett Price. How's it going? And Jared Wackerly. What up? No Matt O'Hara. You know, we're just singly coming and going as we please these days. Yep. You know, revolving door. Matt's tanning his fanny, and you know I'm a recovering sicker. You're, you're done puking. I never puked. Really? Mm. That's good. No, Too I strong. don't puke. I don't. I, I don't remember the last time I even puked. It's been a while. I I don't puke much either. I've puked one time in, since second grade. Oh, really? One time? One time since second grade. Only due to I've I've never puked because I was sick. Oh, it was alcohol. only because I was sick. Pure alcohol. That's only. I think it's only been like. Four times, which for how much I used to drink in college and stuff was pretty surprising. There you go. Good for me. Good for me. <laughs> Good right. job. Um, so we're back talking Dynasty Fantasy Football, and today's topic is something that kind of sprang upon us that we were kind of talking about doing with, uh, a, a, we've done some mock drafts, right? We have. But we had an industry Dynasty League come up, um, kind of been playing for a while now for the state of Ohio, like analysts in the state of Ohio, put together by Dynasty Madman Jeremy of uh, the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast and uh, those guys over there. So, you know, we had, uh, you know, Scott Chill, uh, he's in the league, Rich Rebar for Warren Sharp, uh, Connor. Uh, Scott Connor. Scott Connor, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Charles Chill on, on Charles Twitter. Chill. <laughs> I, I knew what you meant. <laughs> Chris Allen for four for four. Uh, a lot of guys out yeah, there. Yeah, a lot industry. of good guys. Bob so, Lung. Yeah, Bob Lung that runs the Fantasy Football Expo. Big guy, Fantasy Sports. that puts out the number one Fantasy Sports magazine. So it was a good time there. And after doing some mock drafts between like us and the Nerd Herd, we're like, hey, how would it be? What if we just talked about this league for real? It's a draft going on as we speak. We met in person on Saturday in Columbus for uh, the first 10 rounds. A lot of trades. It's a two QB league. It has a uh, well, super flex, teams. super flex, tight end premium, 14 team <sighs> league changes. The values changes a ton of value. So we're going to dive in that. Talk about it. Maybe Garrett, uh, Jared could chime in since Matt's not here. Yeah. Let us know who did bad. Who did who tell did us how well. dumb we are. Uh, I, we were drinking, you know, I sat down with uh Craig tally shout Craig, uh, at one point after his pick, I'll tell you, and I was like, you know, what? I got, I got to admit, I thought your pick was terrible. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I give my reasons why. I, Matt, Matt had a couple few drinks. I had to talk him into drafting quarterbacks. Uh, he didn't want to, but I talked him into it. And I regret that because there's less, yeah, it, for me. less less for us now. So before we get into that, uh, let's, let us let me tell you first about our friends at Prize Picks. And, you know, Prize Picks is something that we've been talking about now for months. And we're going to continue talking about for months because it's that great. And I understand, like, some of you guys right now are. And gals like, hey, it's not in my state yet. Ohio will be legal January first, which I'm stoked Can't for. Wait. Uh, so doesn't doesn't mean prize picks is going to be available at that time. They well, still think their licenses and stuff. We'll, so. we'll, we'll see. They better get on yeah. it. Yeah, um, get your stuff together, prize picks. But if you are in a state right now that allows you to legally gamble, and what you want to do is get on prize picks. You want to use the promo code Nerds because when you do that, they're going to give you 100 percent instant deposit match up to 100. dollars And what it is, it's the best way to make parlay player props, right? You know, so what you can do, you pick two to five players, you put some item, you went up to 10 times your entry, and it's just you versus the numbers, right? That's all you're doing. You're not playing in a league with 30,000 people playing for a million dollars. It's just you versus your numbers that you get to pick. And what we like to do is promote football, right? So, yep. and of course, you can go on there, Major League Soccer, uh, Major League Baseball, MMA, golf, NBA just ended, but when it comes back, college football is be back soon. All that, you can make these parlay bets, and right now they have NFL future bets. So right now, if you go on there, make a future bet, and you use our promo code, and you're a new user, there's a couple things we're going to do for you on top of prize picks giving that extra cash. We're going to give you a free Dynasty Nerds t-shirt, which we just ordered so many uh, a ton of shirts. We have probably 80% of the league's colors. So... I'm where you can't see on YouTube because we Garrett broke the camera. Uh, wow! Yeah. Throw me under the bus. Audio only this week. Yeah, guy, guy thinks he's uh, cried a kid over here. Cry, roundhouse kicking uh, the camera, so we have no video. 
But like I'm wearing the Bills colors, you got the Dolphins colors on, and Jared's got a new hoodie. And right <laughs> I made now, it. you know, if you Jared always comes in with these like custom things, we're like, where's that at? He's like, oh, I made it. They have week one. Uh, they got week one uh, over unders up already. Oh, yeah. do they? So like, here's a couple. You know, Jalen Hurts over 220.5 passing yards week one. Matt Ryan 230.5 passing yards. I like that one. one. I like that one a lot. Who, who yeah, are they playing too. that week? They are playing uh, the Houston Texans. Oh yeah, give me the over. Uh, Carson Wentz over 215.5, uh, which is versus Jacksonville. That's not a bad it's one a bad either. One. So Tua Tagovailoa 220.5. That's just two Tyreek Hill's yards. So <laughs> things like that, like week one, future bets. You can get on a player pri- uh, prize picks right now. Use your promo code nerd. We're gonna send you a free shirt. Um, you you can request your favorite team. Uh, if you don't have it, I'll give you something close or I'll just give you traditional black, red, uh, gray, or maroon. And on top of that, we're going to enter your name into a permanent barrel for audits. And, and what the audit is, is we take your team, we break them down. We try to do about one a month and we're going to break down your team and kind of like whether see your rebuild, if you're a championship contender and kind of give you a couple trades and kind of just break your, down your team. I mean, we might break down your team like this team looks good. Show over five minutes. Go. <laughs> so, really glad I did that. <laughs> So get the prize picks right now. Use that promo code NERDS, and we're going to hook you up. They're going to hook you up, and you're going to win some cash in the process. Look for the link in the show notes. It will take you to the Google form to fill out to put your shirt size, where you live, um, your sleeper username for the audit, and all that. So click that link in the show notes. So let's jump into this league, uh, shall we? Yeah, let's uh, let's get into uh, – so we, we mentioned in the opening here that it is a – 14 team league super flex league so automatically the values on the quarterbacks change drastically uh i mean quarterbacks are already super important in 10 and 12 team super flex leagues but now the scarcity is absolutely real yeah because of that you gotta imagine there's 14 teams two quarterbacks that's 28 quarterbacks that are started every single week there's only 32 teams and we know some of those quarterbacks that don't even, don't have long-term li- viability. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Marcus Mariota, uh, Drew Locke. That's four. So that's four right there. That gives you down to 28. Those are, and those are just the ones that have no long-term viability. At least Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady hold some value. But three of those four are one-year rentals, most likely at most. Yep, absolutely. On top of that, this is also a tight end premium. So you Ooh. get an extra half a point. For the tight ends. And then there's also for points per carry. So we have 0.15 per rush attempt bonus. Uh, so no trade deadline, some fun things like that. Uh, we It's 34 roster spots right now, so a ton of roster spots. Really, really big league, especially considering that there's 14 teams that have 34 roster spots is, so is a lot. Is this I'm for charity or something? No. Yeah, charity in my pocket when I come down with the championship. Yep, it's all... It's, what it's, was like the buy-in and stuff? Uh, just 50 bucks. 50 bucks. It wasn't, it wasn't much. Okay. But you know, you, you get you do get point like the points are a little bit different, so it's tight end premium. But you also get like rush uh, 0.15 per carry. Right, yep, I just mentioned Any that. Any first down points? Nope, no first no, time. I no love first, first down points. That is your thing. I've noticed that whenever we talk about that, you yeah, really do. I like think it that. reflects true, like in a, like on the field. Yeah, the Scott, yeah. I think it's Scott important. Fish nailed the Scott Fish Bowl to make it like all encompassing. I love it, and I yeah. like to how even make kickers valuable. Uh, the last thing I want to say yeah. about this is it is also a third round reversal, correct? Uh, which I really like third round reversals because right now the one one pick is such an advantage that I think it really kind of helps laying the pl- like level the playing field for where you're picking. Yeah, I, I'll agree. Uh, I think I'd consider third round. We're adding that to the dynasty mock draft tool too. Third yep. round reversal will be an option. We're also adding the Scott Fishbowl uh, mock draft. Settings, yep. That's going to be on there as well. Uh, and you, I, I'll say this, Nerd Herd, just keep your eye on that mock draft tool because there's a lot more coming to it uh, sooner, hopefully, than In later. In the works. In the works. So It's happening. How the... Let's start here with the first thing, Garrett. Is what they did is they did they put the names in a raft, randomized in a raft, uh, in a raft, a dra- a dra- down, down the river, river, down the river, no paddles, <laughs> up the river, no paddles, in uh, a randomizer, and then you got to pick your spot. Yeah, so they call that like a derby. Yeah, basically. so Chris Allen had the first pick, and he actually selected number nine overall, and I had the second pick, and I was, and I was sitting here thinking, man, that fourteen pick, you know, back to back picks. 
third round reversal, that's a pretty good spot. Like I like, I usually like to be in a startup right around pick nine, 10, 11, 12. Normally um, without the reversal. Yeah. So in a 14 team league, I'm like, wow, that's a little bit farther back. It's almost like the second round, but I do get a third round reversal. And I was starting to think, I was like, you know what? No, in a 14 team league, there's no way if I have the option not to come away with one of the top tier quarterbacks. And that to me was Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. Like that's a that's a tier for me when it right. comes to Superflex. And I agree with that. For me, there's no other options with those picks. That's my opinion. So that's I was, the right opinion though. So I was like, you know what? I gotta stay top three. I was like, I don't want one. I wouldn't mind one, but like I want to be so close to that third round reversal pick coming back because sure. like I just want that first crack at it. So I took three. I was like, I'll let whoever takes one and two decide what quarterback I get. So either way, I'm They're happy. all really close for me. Smart. So I took three mm-hmm. in second, and you drew what? like the- <laughs> I got very unlucky in the Derby. I got the 12th selection. Yeah. So it's going. We're seeing a lot of people pick towards that, towards the end for the reversal. And we're getting closer, getting closer. Somehow at 12, uh, there was still the 102 available. And 1-1. One, one. Was the one one available? Maybe I don't remember. Not. I think the one one was gone. I think one oh two was the only one left because Jeff Jeff Bell um from uh where who's he right for? Um I'm not sure. It's exactly, the he's from it's Columbus, with the right? face. It's the yellow face, oh, the smile. Fancy guys. Fancy guys, yep. Okay. Football, um, guy, football guys. Football guys. Football guys. That's what yeah. it is. That's what it is. Uh so he he picked the one oh one and somehow the one oh two was still available. So I was thrilled because if I wasn't getting that, it was going. The only other spots left were six and seven, and I did not want to be in that dead zone because I either want to be by the end for the reversal, or want to be by the front to get a top three. I was lucky enough to still get in there, so we ended up picking back to back. Yes, it was it was myself, you, and then I had a rebar behind me. Even though rebar just traded everything, and we him and I made a trade. In the I made a him with we'll, 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 we'll him get as up well. that. Yep. So. The, the first pick in the draft ended up being Josh Allen. Garrett, you were on a second on the clock. And we were even talking about it. I was like, you're three. Who do you, who do you want? <laughs> and we're talking about it. We're going back and forth because I, I, I truly did not. I shouldn't say I didn't care, uh, but I would have been very happy with either one. I assume you're sitting next to each other. Yeah, we're sitting yeah. next to each other. We were joking around the entire time eating barbecue, so our fingers were all like barbecue. So, some of the best smoked wings I've ever had. Oh, Ray Ray's so good. Uh, but... I went back and forth. I ended up going Patrick Mahomes, which I talked him into. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I, I went back and forth. I I really like Herbert, uh, but it one of the things I wanted to do was I, I, there was a good you know Mahomes pairing. is never a bad pick. He's he's incredibly safe, yeah. incredibly with crazy high ceilings still too. I do think Herbert, might, especially for this year, might have a little bit higher ceiling. Maybe he'll be able to put up a few more yards uh, than Patrick Mahomes will, but he's just, he's still so young. He's so safe that I felt good about the pick. Uh, and then, and then I went to you. So obviously you, you said you wanted the top three quarterbacks. And, and you I got wanted, left. I wanted Herbert. Yeah. That's who I got. And I wanted Herbert. And I, and, and I told Garrett, I was like, listen, between the two, obviously like, you know, if you're questioning it, you know, Mahomes is the right pick, but you kind of want Herbert. And, like, I and, I was like, and I understand because I'm the same exact way. I was like, but we have to understand that Mahomes is the right pick, right? Only because one, Yes, Herbert's looked great, fantastic, but it's only been two years. And no other quarterback in the NFL has the the insulation that Mahomes does. He has sure. a 10-year contract. Like, he's not going anywhere for a long time. Forever. Even if he starts to stink it up, which he, he won't. Even Mahomes, an average Mahomes is a QB1, right? Sure. So, to me, I, that was just a right pick. And if I would have got him at three, I would have been happy. But, like, again... Herbert's got Mike Williams. He's got Keen Allen. Mm-hmm. So Austin Eckler, the pass catcher running back. So he's he, he's more ex, he's got a little bit younger. He just offers a little bit more ceiling, like you said. But nobody's sure. more insulated, even over Josh Allen, than a guy like Pat Mahomes. So that's who I took with Justin Herbert, which is exactly what I wanted. I wanted one of those guys in a fourteen man league. I was like, when it comes to quarterback, it's going to be the haves and the haves nots, and I don't want to be that guy. And some teams end up being that guy. And I like the strategy. I think it's smart. We'll see how it goes. So after that, uh, it, it was on Rich Rebar, but he ended up trading his first pick away for like a third, a fourth, and a fifth or something along those lines. Well, he, it ended up being a seventh. That was that was the offer I got, and I was contemplating it. Uh, I think it was third, fourth, and 
I don't remember exactly. I was contemplating that somebody beat me to the trigger, uh, but they ended up getting a worse deal than what I was offered. So uh, it, it kind of worked out. But Scott Connor traded the pick with the firm rich, rich, rich rebar. He took Joe Burrow at mm-hmm. one four, and he had back to back picks. Then he took Kyler Murray at five. Nobody wouldn't pick again for a while. But he got he got two quarterbacks in a fourteen quarterback league or a fourteen team league. So I can't blame him. No. He gave up a lot, but I can't blame him. But he's got Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray. Like that's a very solid base. And then it went 1-6, and Madman took Jonathan Taylor, which that was the first, I would say, surprise to me. Yeah. You know, in a 14-man league where everything's going to be slim pickings, you have an opportunity at a Dak Prescott, uh, a, a, Lamar. Ja- a Lamar Jackson, and you take a running back. Kyle Pitts, even. Even a Kyle Pitts, I'd be okay with. Like, I would have loved it there, but tight end premium in a 14-man league. But he took Jonathan Taylor, and listen, I'm never going to change my stance on this when it comes to these running backs. Definitely a super flex league in the first round because it's too it's too much. There's too many variables, right? Too many options when they get hurt. They're already talking about Naheem Hines getting more carries. Uh, yeah, he was the number one running back, you know, last year, but that's just, that's one year, and we see every single year there's a new running number one running back. When's the last time we had a back to back running back one overall? I think it was Jamal Charles. I want to yeah, say over ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's been over 10 years. Somebody's been the number one overall running back back the year. That's how hard it is to do. You know what I mean? So for me, taking a guy like that who the shelf life is shorter, right? Uh, it's the number, it's the easiest position to replace in all of Dynasty Fantasy Football. It's a running back because maybe not the high end guy, no, but the, the get production from that, it's the easiest uh, position to replace. Sure. So. That went one six. I was somewhat shocked. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I'm. We're in a similar boat on that. Even though I understand why you would be enthralled with Jonathan Taylor, he's kind of in a tier of his own. He's like one of the safest running backs there are right now, as far as you know. Same coaching staff, same scheme, good offensive line, no real injury history. Like I get all of that, but it's just too short of a shelf life for me to ever really consider it. So I, I wouldn't do it. I I think I think it was a little high for me. Maybe if I was at the turn, I would consider it after like some of the elite running backs go. But I mean, we still even have some of these young receivers and Kyle Pitts that didn't go yet. Yeah, that I would much rather have. I mean, I'm not even thinking over Justin Jefferson. Do you are you a firm believer, Jared, in like the same thing? Quarterback, like I need to get one of these especially guys. Fourteen, especially team. a fourteen team. Yeah, league. yeah, for sure. So like I mean, when if you're sitting here at one six and Burrow, Murray, Herbert, Mahomes, Allen are gone, like are you like? Hey. Going Lamar Jackson, I'd probably take T-Law. I would even go Jefferson or Chase before taking J- J- Jonathan Taylor, especially in a startup. I like to build with wide receivers before running backs. 100% anyways. I would take the receivers ahead of them too. So uh, after Jonathan Taylor went? Uh, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, and Russell Wilson went all three in a row. And for me, that kind of ends the first, well, the second tier, I would say, because those top three guys are kind of in that first tier. And then there's a second tier of Burrow, Murray, Lamar, Prescott, and Wilson. So we've only had one running back go in the first nine picks. Uh, all other eight picks were quarterbacks. So you see the field drying up here very quickly. Very right? quick. We have to water the grass before it turns brown and it's dead. That's it. It's, it's gone. So things are getting... But here we are like at, at a tier. Now you have to decide. Do I take a different tier quarterback? Right. Or do I start taking the guy's number one position? Jamar Chase... Justin Jefferson, Kyle Pitts, and at 110, Jeff Bell. Uh, the makes fans, a trade. Yeah, the, uh, the fantasy guys makes a trade back Football up. guys. Football guys. One of those guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Here's a guy. I get it. This uh, is a guy. <laughs> I, I know the owner, too, so I feel terrible. Um, he takes Kyle Pitts. I love, the, I love the move up here because, yep. again, you're talking about a one of two guy. Right, like there's at only a premium two young position. Guys. At a premium position, there's only two guys that are even worth considering here in the first couple of rounds, in my opinion. And he gets the number one guy that's 21 years old that's to put up a thousand yards as a rookie at a tight end position. The future of like Travis Kelsey of 10 years of production. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that was a great pick. Right after that, we see Jamar Chase go, uh, which we, we mentioned some of the other position guys that would we'd take. We talked about the two receivers. That's one of the two receivers. Then we start to see the next tier of quarterbacks go. So Matthew Stafford uh, goes off the board here at 112. And this was was a tough one for me because while I think this is not a bad pick, I think I'm still in the range where I would potentially be interested. 
in the number one guy at another spot over him here. But I can't blame him one bit because quickly it could turn into another huge run of quarterbacks in the second round. And then your QB one is like, oh, my QB one's Mac Jones, you know, or something like that. Like that could have easily happened. So while I don't blame him for taking a quarterback and Matthew Stafford there at 12, that that would be a tough decision. I think there's a couple receivers and Mark Andrews. I'd probably still want ahead of him. We're well, talking about for sure. QB one, you're, you're worried about uh, that run on quarterbacks. You don't know who's going to come back to you uh, in the second round there. Um, and, or if he had a plan, he might have had a plan not to go to quarterback at all. And right. he wanted to make sure he got it. Like, I think who he took might've kind of solidified his plan. Like he's like, okay, it's either Matt Stafford, uh, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, like, right. and out of those guys, he's like, you know what? I want Matt Stafford, yeah. and, I, and I want to risk it. And I knew who I'm taking my second round pick, which he took a tight end. Mm -hmm. uh, we get to it. So I don't hate the pick too. I know he's a little bit older, but you still got four or five years. I, I of cannot Stafford. blame. I cannot blame anyone for taking quarterback in the first round, regardless of who they are, unless it's somebody that's in a complete and obvious reach. Any of the top. 12, 15 quarterbacks are worth it in the first round. But one one pick, pick 113, we could blame. Now, yeah, yeah. Craig Talley is a gentleman I sat down. Uh, nice right guy. around pick five. Oh, total nice guy. Did a good job, too. But and actually, the rest of his team, I, I, I did, ended he, up liking. He did. He, he did, I told him, he's like, you turn it around the rest of the team. I was like, but I was like, I, I sat him down. I was like, hey, Craig, Rich Dotson, <laughs> nice to meet you. I thought your first pick was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I Please explain yourself. This is the one who... Uh, took Najee. He took Najee Harris at one thirteen. He took him over Justin Jefferson, C. Lamb, Mark Andrews, Justin Fields, and to me, I, I get it. You do get now. You do get point one five points per carry. That helps. This guy gets a ton of carries. He's already running back three overall, so you have a high end scoring player. Definitely gets a ton of carries, but I still, I don't, I can't, I can't justify it. Right? Like I can't take it. Quarterbacks are off the boards. I'm super nervous. There's no way for me here that I don't take Trevor Lawrence and risk Najee Harris not coming back to me. And then if he does, if he doesn't, then I'm just taking one of those receivers. And I'm certainly not taking Justin Harris. First, you're taking um, the second running back. You're not even getting the first running back. You're getting the second running back. Uh, I guess to be fair, you're getting the second position anybody, whether you're sure, quarterback point, yeah. or, I mean, tight end or receiver because Jamar Chase is gone. But Again, I mean, the, the volatility of the running back position, it just, I have a hard excuse taking one, let alone the second running back there, when I have to make sure I get a quarterback. Again, we're talking about a 14-man league, but even if you go back to the standard league of 12 teams, Garrett, like, I need a quarterback. We talk about this all the time for the last couple of months in these, when we're doing our mock drafts, so right. like how valuable it is and how quickly you blink your eyes and you're in round four they and all them. the quarterbacks are gone. Yeah. So he took Najee Harris at 113 and round out the first uh, round was Bob Lung at 114. He took back-to-back. -back, he took Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb. Again, somewhat of a surprise to me because I was like, hey, like, you know, I know it's third-round reversal, but you're not, you're only going to get, have one quarterback for sure. Like, are you okay with that? You know, but he had to take two young stud wide receivers. And you can't argue with Justin Jefferson, C. Lamb as a good wide receiver core. Like That's no matter fantastic. what happens to your team, whether it blows up in your face or it succeeds, you're in a good spot long term in dynasty. And that's the most important thing with these first couple picks, right? Is co franchise cornerstones. So he was 14, and he grabbed he on, on the turn. He grabbed Justin Jefferson and C. Lamb. Okay. So I love the Justin Jefferson pick. I would have taken Justin Jefferson at the turn there 100. percent But then. Yep. But I'm, then I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. You know what I mean? Like I'm taking a quarterback. Those are two foundational pieces, so I have no problem with that. I'm gonna, can you send me the draft? Can you text that to me? The link. Can I? T I'm in an actual draft room. Oh, you are. Okay. You can look at it right yeah, here. Yeah. If, if if you just look up on MFL, just search and you can search hashtag uh, Ohio Dino. Ah, nice. And that'll. Cool. And they could do that. Yeah. Shout out to MFL. There you go. Yeah, um, you can look up but I mean, what do you, I mean? I like the cornerstone pieces, but still, I, I mean, I, like I would want to come away with. Trevor Lawrence, because immediately after you made those two picks, Garrett, like I'm thinking, like Trevor Lawrence has a possibility of falling to me, and like maybe I could trade up and get him, and I could have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. And you and I were talking about it. And I was like, man, I would love that. Like again, franchise sure. cornerstone of two under 25 year old quarterbacks in a 14 man league, and everything else is just gold, right? Like everything Absolutely. else is just a privilege coming my way. Well, and it's interesting to see how how these strategies ended up you know playing out because there are 
Uh, there are some guys, with, with it being a 14-team league, there really were the haves and the have-nots as far as the quarterbacks go. And there were some guys that got to a point where it just got so difficult to get a quality quarterback. In a 14-team league, they ended up having to punt the position, which is not an ideal strategy. So we'll kind of talk about that a, a little bit more as we go. And I don't think they went in planning that, but I think the value just kept not being there for them. And then all of a sudden, oh, all the quarterbacks are gone. It, and it, so that, that's the hard part is you almost have to adjust your expectations in a league like this and adjust your values as to what you know what it actually is as far as what the, the quarterback value is. And that's what happens if you go best player available and you do that, you find yourself in a position like, oh, wow, well, I passed on quarterback. Well, I guess I got to pass again because the best player clearly here is this guy. And, and I'm a big best player available. That's partly why I had like felt like I had to pick in the top three because I really do go that route for the most part. And so I I had to get in there and get a quarterback. But it, but it changes your board with the values. The best player available is differently because all the quarterbacks have to move up. You, and, you don't have a choice. Right. And and taking best player va uh, available actually kind of changed my strategy in this draft. And when I get to that player, I'll, I'll tell you where that how it changed my strategy in this draft and where I was taking this team. Uh, and we'll get there. But after it went uh, CeeDee Lamb, then Craig Talley came back, the same gentleman that took um, Najee Harris. Najee he took Harris. Justin Fields. Good so pick. He, he got a young quarterback there. So he was like, listen, I'm getting a running back. I'm getting a point per carry. He got Justin Fields. So he knew... He knew right away, he's like, I'm not going to be that guy that passes on the young quarterback. Then I went Mark Andrews. Then I went A.J. Brown. Then I went Trevor Lawrence. And I was like, oh, he's not coming to me. Then I went Jalen Hurts. Then I went Trey Lance, DeAndre Swift, Travis Kelsey, which really kind of caught me off guard again, even though me and tight end premium with the age there. That was that was a bit of a surprise. Definitely with some of the other players out there, um, whether it be quarterbacks or uh, even receivers that I would have taken there. But then... Rich Rebar was on the pick on the clock here. He had a back to back pick. So he had traded out of member one four and put him in position to be uh two picks in the second, two picks in the third, is and two picks in the whatever it was. I think later. it was the seventh that he ended up getting. So I know before the draft, Rebar was like, I'm gonna make a ton of trades this draft. And I still saw a quarterback out there that to me was under twenty seven years old, twenty eight years old, an elite quarterback who has fallen because, let's face it, he's not the uh, face of the league right now. And Deshaun Watson was still on the board. And I knew that Rich, having these were his first two picks, he he was probably going to go quarterback there because there's not many left at all. And clearly Deshaun Watson's the best of what's, rest, of what's left. Because sure. I didn't think Rich was going to go Aaron Rodgers that early. I didn't think he was going to take Derek Carr that early. Yeah, chances are if you're if you're trading down, you're looking at a little bit more of a productive struggle. Usually the guys that are trading up early are, are trying to win now more. So with him picking right behind me, I was like, hey, man, are you willing to move down just two spots? He's like, yeah, for sure. Like, what's, what's the offer? I was like, well, honestly, I don't want to pay a ton because like, I'm willing to take. I think my guy will be there when I pick, even though I didn't think he wouldn't really. I told him <laughs> I did. Um, and I was okay with settling Debo if I couldn't get this guy. Mm -hmm. And I ended up moving down just four spots in the fifth round for this pick. And I took Deshaun Watson. So yep. I traded up to move down. I moved down four picks in so the you fifth went, round. So your last pick in the fifth for his first pick in the sixth. Yes. Yes. So I traded up against Deshaun Watson. He said he would have 100% taken Deshaun Watson there. And the way I look at it is, okay, I Jacoby Brissett's still available in this draft, and we're in, like, the 13th round. Somewhere around there. He said so he would have taken Watson. He said he would 100% taken him there, 100%. Okay. Hey, real quick, what was the time limit on the picks? 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Okay. So we didn't have a ton of time to make, like, big moves and stuff like that. Yeah. But we, play, we have plenty of time to talk stuff out. For sure. For sure. So the me, like, I knew all the quarterbacks were gone. I knew if I didn't get to Sean Watson, I was going to reach for Derek Carr or Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I would have instability, and I know that's kind of weird saying taking Deshaun Watson here, where he instability, <laughs> yeah, whatever word. I listen, my English language is different than yours. <laughs> I know. So for me, even if even if even if Watson sat out the whole year, uh -huh. I, this is dynasty. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care because when he comes back, he's a top six, top seven fantasy football quarterback. Right. We so, we agree. We agree on ninety percent. 
95% of what, you know, or at least I agree with 95% of what you did here. And I understand from your perspective why you took him. If it were my team, I don't think I would be willing to gamble there. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit more of a conservative guy in the first few rounds. Uh, I don't like a ton of risk, so I don't think I would have, but I totally understand why you did because the upside's crazy good. Um, but even, even Matt and I talked about one of the shows when you were sick, you know, I don't personally just, I just don't want him. I just don't want him. Makes you know sense. what I mean? So, so I, I don't, I think that would have played into it too. But if you're looking strictly from, if we're looking at him strictly as like stocks, and it's there's all look at these guys nowhere for him to go, but up unless he, you know, is completely out of the league. That's, it, that's the only, you know, way that this It's the work. same reason I, 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 and I know it sounds like when you say it out loud, it makes you sound like you're kind of a scumbag, right? Like I, it's the reason I have so many Tyree kill shares, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause when the value dropped, like I bought everywhere. It's a game. It's a game. I, I don't respect Deshaun Watson for a did. And to be honest with you, you know, if you're, if you're, you go that route, then you're not drafting Joe Mixon, you know, who you're not drafting Tyree kill. You're not drafted at no point. Would you have Adrian Peterson on your right. before? So like, and, and I'll a ton even of bad say, dudes out there. And I'll even say I'm guilty of, you know, being very against a player at that time. Yeah. But over time prisoner of the moment. Yeah. Forgetting, literally forgetting what they did. And, you know, cause it was three years ago or four years ago or whatever, uh, which, isn't necessarily fair or right to either. You and ninety eight percent of people. Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, I saw value here because of a situation where the way I look at it is, I just got two top seven picks. If this was not the the situation at hand, or we even knew his suspension already and knew it was in sure. a full year, I just got two top seven picks. Right. And all I did was move down five picks in a, a six round. Yep. So for me, so now my team is sitting there. I'm sitting with Justin Herbert and Deshaun Watson, and I'm feeling really good about it. Knowing, okay, I know I need a third quarterback, or and I for sure got to get Jacoby Brissett. And I'm hoping Jacoby Brissett's there in the 13th round when it comes up here, because that's who I am taking. Right. So then we have uh, Rich Rebar also is picking the next pick, uh, and he ended up going, well, he has, ends up having the next two right now, because now he has your pick as well. So he ends up going T. Higgins with his first pick, uh, which is an interesting pick, because I I like it and I don't like it at the same time. I like getting a good young receiver like T Higgins, but the, the tough part is 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 his upside capped. You know, you're you're when you're taking one of the top. I think that was the fifth receiver off the board. I believe. Yeah. You know, if if you're taking someone there, you're hoping for crazy high ceiling. I don't know how high his ceiling truly is. Now with Jamar Chase there, I said the same thing. I was like, dude, how do you take Higgins over Debo Samuel? He's like, I like it more. I'm like, okay. I was like, I just I. I, there's no planet he's, that would do he's that. He's very safe, I yeah. think. It's a good offense. He's young, so I get it. That's why I tweeted out, franchise cornerstone, T. Higgins. <laughs> it was his first player off the board. Yeah. Uh, so then I'm sitting there, and I'm feeling pretty good. And by the way, he traded. He drafted Javante Williams. He traded him like 10 minutes later. He did. So that was what I was going to say. I'm sitting there, and I know I'm picking in two picks. Javante Williams is on the board, who is, is my kryptonite. If he was there, I was very, very tempted to take him. But the other player that I had my eyes on were, was Debo Samuel. So I was like, okay, one of these two players falls to me here. I feel really good about this situation. Javante Williams was taken in a way. I'm kind of happy because it, it made my selection for me because I would have been very tempted to take Javante, but I think Debo's probably the better pick. So it kind of worked out in, in my favor in that sense. So I ended up going with Debo Samuel, uh, getting the young receiver. Uh, I shouldn't say young. He's in his prime right now. I would say he's 26 years old, uh, but we're That's still looking young. at, four or five years uh, left on, on his, you know, potential. So I love it. Cause that's who I would have taken. If I couldn't have made it a Watson trade, I would have taken Debo Samuel there. I, I thought, I really thought rich was going to take him uh, the other rich. Uh, so then Aaron <laughs> Rodgers rounds out the, the second round, which uh, you and I had a little side bet, which we bet literally nothing on, on whether or not Aaron <laughs> Rodgers would go in the top two rounds. Uh, and he did end up sneaking in uh, at two fourteen. <laughs> I bought you drinks and food all night long. <laughs> that's, well, I mean, nerds. Did. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, he, so he came in at 214. Uh, but then we had the reversal. So it's not coming back to you and I here. Nope. It's going to the opposite end of the board. And I would have lost a lot of money on this bet because I thought for sure that our boy Bob Lung was going to take a quarterback here. He took those two receivers at the turn. He took CeeDee Lamb and Justin Jefferson. And what did he do at 3-1, right? He traded the pick. He traded the pick. What he did was he traded back up, in a sense, to get Javante Williams. 
And the pick that ended up being there, which was Retrieve Bar again, he took Brees Hall. So now I, I love Bob's team in the sense of you have CeeDee Lamb and Javante Williams and Justin Jefferson, a lot of good young players, if it wasn't a super flex league. Yeah. And this is where it gets a little bit sticky because now we know he has to wait basically two full rounds for it to get back to him because he's at the end of it now. So he made a move for the running back. Running and, back, y'all. And, and to me, I'm like, man, Derek Carr's on the board here. That's good value still. The upside of Zach Wilson still good value there. Tua so maybe. It, Tua is good upside. But like to me, like Derek Carr was the pick there. Like if, like you're, you still get like four to five. Like if you're happy with Matt Stafford, you got to be. He just came off his first quarterback one year. They bring on Devontae Adams. So it's like where else? I loved Derek Carr there. But he didn't go that way. Uh, he so it helped it helped uh, Rich because he just basically traded Devonte for uh, Brees Hall and it's throwing me off with you saying Rich. I keep thinking you're th- talking in third person. Yeah, <laughs> rebar. Um, so yeah, but he takes Brees Hall, then goes Stephon Diggs, Mac Jones, DK Metcalf, Tua Tagovailoa, Cooper Cup, Joe Mixon, Derek Carr, and then. Madman was sitting there, and he was. I, remember, I look at him sitting there for a while, right? And this is the same person that hasn't taken a quarterback yet. Uh, he took Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor and Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey. And he's sitting there, and he's like, I don't know what to do. I might take Saquon here. Tyreek Hill's a nice player. And I'm like, Jeremy, you have to take a quarterback here. He's like, well, I don't know. I'm like, what do you... It's a 14-man league. I wish you wouldn't have said it. It would have pushed it down to me. I'd been drinking. He'd been drinking. <laughs> and we're sitting there, I'm just being honest with him. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to get him. He's like, yeah, you know. And I'm like, dude, you got to take Zach Wilson. You just have to take Zach Wilson because he's the only, like, upside young quarterback. I was like, listen, it, even if your team – so if your team fails fails out altogether, if Travis Kelsey and Jonathan Taylor don't pan out, at least you still have a young quarterback that holds value. It's an insulated right. pick in the third round. And he took Zach Wilson. He took Zach Wilson. So then Rich, uh, other Rich, Rich Rebar is back on the board. He takes Saquon Barkley uh, and then Jalen Waddle. And then Rich, you're you're uh, you're back on the clock here. And you're, you take a, a pick that I think is good value, but I was surprised you made it. But yeah. I think this was a great pick and great value. I just didn't think that you would pull the trigger here. So this is where I decided how I'm going to play this out. Mm-hmm. And how I'm gonna play this team, and I was like, obviously, I'm gonna be a win now team. We put our teams in GM, and I had the number one team, you the number two team. Yep, um, boom. So number one, number two. I would expect nothing less. This is a pick. I usually don't go this route at all. Um, definitely with a guy like Tyreek Hill still on the board, who's one of my top players on the board. Devonta Adams, Jalen Waddle, uh, DJ Moore, and I. I took Christian McCaffrey. Because the value was there. He just turned 26. Mm -hmm. So he's still a young running back. He's one of the only players that averages 30 points per game uh, at the position. I knew if I took Christian McCaffrey, it kind of leverages the position because I I can start Christian McCaffrey and he could be, he can cover two running back slots for me. You know what I mean? Like, so... I could kind of fade running back a little bit more here because he'll give me so many points. He'll be like two running backs. So I took uh, Christian McCaffrey saying, all right, I'm going for it. I'm going to be smart about it. You'll see how my team pl- still turned out. I still didn't get old here. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm going to go for it this year. Like, I'm not, if there's good value there on a good player that can help me win now, I'm going to go that route too. So I took Christian McCaffrey. No, I think, I think it was a good pick. And I was considering him there. And it ended up the, the best player on the board for me at this point. I really wanted to secure my second quarterback, but there just wasn't anyone there. And it felt like, such a massive reach that I just couldn't couldn't pull the trigger here or at the turn. So I ended up going with Tyreek Hill here at 313. Still young enough, but truly in his prime right now. 28-year-old receiver. I think we're talking three, four seasons uh, out of him. And I was really happy that he was still there. So uh, then Aaron Jones, Drake London ended up going at the turn. And then you're back up here. But right. before we get back to our picks... I want to tell you about some picks that you can make. So if you like the way this draft is going, and listen, July is a big startup month. August is a big startup month. And if you want to start a league, there's no better place to start it than FFPC. This is a site that launched in 2010 and home of the largest high-stake dynasty leagues you're going to find in your community today. Over 1,000 active leagues currently running with new startups forming daily from anywhere from $77 up to $2,500 
per entry. Now, they got various league scorns, uh, set-ins, best ball, super flex, uh, unique tri-flex format with larger rosters and no kickers or defense. FFPCs are active all year long as renewals and trading begin shortly after the fantasy football playoffs wrap up. And what I love about FFPC, which I tell everybody that I talk to about them, is that a single dynasty league on FFPC has ever folded due to their deposit system, a high retention rate, an extremely rare active orphan uh, process annually. FFPC is a licensed fantasy game operator, so all prizes are protected and paid promptly upon conclusion of the season. So, you know, the biggest thing with Dynasty is when you join these leagues, and, it, and it, it, it's the only thing I can hurt the game, is you join so many leagues and you see people on Twitter, these leagues form up. After a couple leagues, what do you hear from these people? Like, oh, man, I'm really cutting back leagues this year. And that's not the case. They want to just go do another startup, you know, for the most part. But you hear people like, oh, I'm just cutting back leagues this year. Uh, uh, you know, the wife or the you know the father or whatever. And it's good to have a place. And then the league's gone. And you trade all these first-round picks, and yeah. you, you kind of build for the future, and you're screwed. And it it's a bad look for Dynasty. It's why, like, when we open leagues, people love to join because – if somebody leaves, we fill them in a second. Yep. That's what FFPC does. It gives you a guaranteed dynasty league. And that is honestly worth its weight in gold because you know that your league's protected and every every move that you make is backed up and protected by FFPC. So right now, if you go to myffpc.com, that's myffpc.com, and you enter the promo code NERDS, on the payment page, you're going to get $35 off any new FFPC startup registration. So if you're looking to start a new league, but you don't have league mates to join, FFPC is for you. If you got 12 guys you want to join, FFPC is for you. And let's face it, it's hard when you want to play in more dynasty leagues, especially high-stake leagues, right? Like, man, I, I feel like I'm a really good player. I've been studying this game a lot. I listen to a lot of good podcasts. I get a lot of good advice. I, most importantly, I put in work myself. Got the GM. I got the Dynasty GM. Which, which syncs is, with FFPC. Which syncs with FPC. Yes, it FFPC, does. Which is great as well. This is a spot for you because this gives you an opportunity to get in there and slowly work your way up. I'm going to join a $500 league, an $800 league, a $1,000 league, a $2,000 league. This is the website for you. Guaranteed success long-term for you, and you're protected. And that's worth its weight in gold. Check them out, ffpc.com. Use that promo code NERD. Save yourself a couple bucks bucks on that startup fee. And most importantly, start dominating over the next couple of years and win some championships. Win some money, man. Those high-stakes leagues are for real. They Absolutely. are for real. I was talking to Garrett about that over the weekend. I was like, dude, we, you and I... So like join an FFPC like high stake twenty five dollar league. I'll do it with you. You want to do it? I'm, yeah. I'm down. You want to do it? Hell yeah! I think so too. I, I need to get in a league with you. I haven't been. I'm not in a league with you. Uh, well, we're, I'm in a dynasty nerds invitation. Yeah. We don't pay attention. To but dude, I think. <laughs> the, I mean, dude, can you imagine the three of us join or like two of us join at twenty five dollar league and we just like put the time into it? Like, yeah. You, I feel like we. That'd be crush. fun. I think we so, do well. Yeah. I think we do well. Uh, speaking of crushing, I uh, crushed my next pick. Loved this pick. Yeah, voice cracks tonight. <laughs> Pussyfoot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I already had two receivers and a quarterback, and I was like, Who, "What's your team right now?" So right now, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Debo, right, and Debo Samuel. Okay, so Pretty those are, those are the players I got, and I was like, "What's another receiver?" I like to build with receivers. One thing we didn't mention: there's tons of flex spots in this. Overall, four flex, spots. four flex spots. Now, one of those is mm. a super flex. Interesting. So there's a lot of flex spots. So I was like, I really want to build my team with these younger receivers. Is there any bonuses for receivers like there is running backs with the no. carries? Nope. Okay. Nope. Uh, but I ended up taking Michael Pittman Jr. here. Uh, there was a temptation to take one of these older receivers, but I think Michael Pittman Jr. has the chance to really have his breakout year. Well, that's but, a great pick. But at the very least, I think he's safe. As all get out this year. He's going to be their wide receiver one. Everyone's raving about how Matt Ryan's playing with the Colts right now. And I think he's going to to just be a really steady piece uh, for my team with the upside of like, would anybody, would you guys be shocked if, if Michael Pittman Jr. finishes the season as wide receiver seven? No, not in not the least bit. I expect him to finish as a wide receiver one. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's kind of where I'm at too. You add in the age factor here. So now I, you know, cause I, I take Devontae Adams. Now I look it looks like I have a you know older wide receiver core. Whereas I really wanted to to try to keep it as young as possible because I like 
you know, being in win now mode, but I was trying to keep it for the future as well. So I wanted to that balance. So as tempting as Adams was, I ended up going Michael Pittman Jr. I, I love the pick. I told you I love the pick at the time, and it made my pick super simple. And I told you what I was taking all the way through. Right. And you actually put a sticker up for me. Uh, I went Devontae Adams. Yep. No-brainer. The moment I took Christian McCaffrey, made the Devontae Adams pick a no-brainer. I just Win it all, baby. I essentially got the wide receiver one overall yeah. in the fourth round. Yep. So I have the running back one. I have the wide receiver one. Now, this is all potentially, hypothetically. Sure. Uh, the, the but both one. those players have done that. Yes. I have the running back one, the wide receiver one. Justin Herbert's a top three fantasy quarterback who would, who could finish as quarterback one overall. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Deshaun Watson, 0.0% chance to be quarterback one. On t- total season, but maybe on a per-game basis. 0%. Um, <laughs> so I felt really good about that, and I took Devontae Adams. And then Reach Rebar was up at uh, the next pick with Kenny Pickett. Rich, I think it's really important that you like have a plan here. Like you know that you're looking to compete right away. Garrett, did you, what was your like plan going through this? So uh, you know, I always try to keep it somewhat fluid, but by now it's it's somewhat solidified. So uh, for me, I know that I have a younger team overall, but one that I still believe can compete. So I tried to keep that theme where I didn't take many older players. It was mostly I wanted to focus on youth but guys that I still thought could contribute for me early. So it, it was more of a, can I sus- can I have sustained success? That's really what I was looking for. And it's play- smart to let the draft dictate Always. like how your strategy is going to play out because you never know how the board's going to fall. You never know. And I, I, and I knew I wanted two young quarterbacks for sure with my two first two picks. And after that, I let the draft kind of come to me. Like you said, and that's why I said, as soon as I took Christian McCaffrey, I knew where my draft was going from yep. that point on. Like yep. I, knew, I knew I wanted to compete. I knew I'm not going to take as many rookies as maybe I would take if I went a different route. Yep. Um, and what's interesting is that Kenny Pickett went next. And after that, Scott starts sending trades out that he was willing to trade this pick for a 23 first and the 10th round pick. And I looked at him because he was sitting pretty much by me. And I looked at the trade. It came out of nowhere. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, I was like, would you take an 11th round instead of a 10th round? Because I was looking at some mocks that we had just done. Mm-hmm. And the people going to the 11th round were just sub. It really falls off. Yeah, it was just not that great of players. It was a big drop-off. And 14-team league, it was even, you know, it's even worse. So it's, right. like, yeah. it's not the way I look at it, for the most part, it's mostly like the 16th round of your draft. So we accepted the trade. So I, I essentially got this next You're pick. back, baby. For a 23 first and my 11th round pick, which was later draft. I got TJ Moore. I am flying sky high here <laughs> because I, the way I look at it is I gave up. I showed you the players that you option. First. It was yep. like some random Joe in a 23 first for DJ Moore. We're back like, end 23 first, most likely now based on in a back end, in a 14 man league. Yeah. A back end first. Right. And now I get the young receiver to go with Devonte Adams because I do love those young receivers. And I started to feel like, Oh my God, I still got to get one, right? Like I got to get one of these young guys on my team. And I get one of my favorite guys. Cause I love DJ Moore. He's mm-hmm. I've talked about him for years on this podcast. I think he's like undervalued. I have so many DJ Moore shares because I've made I've made so many trades for him. So now I'm sitting here with Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson, Christian McCaffrey, Devontae Adams, and DJ Moore. All done in the first four rounds of the uh or the first uh was that a first four rounds? Still, yep, right? first four rounds. First four rounds of the draft. I got five really good players on my roster, and I'm feeling really good about it because I didn't have to give up my six. I didn't give up anything else. Yep. I just I just I moved, I gave them a first, which I have no contention to stop to do it. And it long as my team's a contender in this league, I will continually trade my first round picks for younger or good players. So I was really ecstatic about that pick. Yeah, then next, uh, Madman goes with Kirk Cousins, who is the last quarterback for a long time. We have end up having a big drought uh, after that point. So I'm going to start flying through here because we're only in round four and we haven't got to you know get too much. So I really want to get to mostly Rich and I's picks. So I'm going to start flying through this a little bit more. So Austin Eckler goes at 4-7, Travis Etienne at 4-8, 4-9 is J.K. Dobbins. So we're having a little bit of a, a running back run here. 4-10, Nick Chubb, 4-11, Cam Akers. We get back. Sorry, I lied. There was one, uh, another quarterback here for a little bit, so maybe I'm missing where the run was. But uh, Tom Brady then goes off the board at 4-12, which I was very surprised to see him go in the fourth round, but it just shows you how desperate people were. He's got like 10 years left. <laughs> he will play until he is 63 years old. He's actually going to retire at a normal oh, retirement age. How old is he now? 45? <laughs> oh, my God. 
Is this his age 45 season, I believe? This is going to be his last year. He accepted that deal at making yeah. $35 million a year. Crazy. We keep saying that every year. Yeah, I but know. he's never he's never signed a 30. He's making more money than he's ever made playing right. quarterback right. announcing. So there's, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. I'm telling you, this is it for Tom Brady. This is the last, He already retired once and then came back. This is it. Like, and I, I'm 99% sure you're right. He does whatever he wants. But there's still that 1%. Uh, then uh, Chris Olave. So we start to see some of the younger receivers. We already saw Drake London come off the board. Chris Olave goes here. Um, Dalvin Cook ends up falling to 410. So Bob Lung still without taking a quarterback here at, at 414. Mm. Uh, George Kittle goes at 501. I thought that was really good value for George Kittle. And guys like Kelsey are going in the second round. George Kittle falling to the fifth in a tight end premium. Uh, I, I had actually considered taking him the round before and it I ended up not because of Debo but uh but I thought that was really good value Marquise Brown uh Amon Ross St. Brown Chris Godwin Rashad Bateman Deontay Johnson Mike Evans at 507 Garrett Wilson at 508 Zeke Elliott at 509 Derrick Henry Elijah Moore uh and then let's see then this was the the pick that you traded so you would have normally been next at 512. But I moved back four spots for Deshaun Watson. So this Correct. would have been my pick. This would have been your pick. Instead, uh, Rich Rebar ends up taking uh, Devontae Smith at 512. If I was here, I would have taken, I probably would have taken Terry McLaurin here. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. But you didn't. <laughs> uh, so I'm on the board. I am still without a running back and without a tight end. I have three receivers and a quarterback. I ended up taking Kenneth Walker at, at 513, which uh, was surprising to me that that was who I ended up going with uh, because I haven't been like a huge Kenneth Walker. I'm not anti-Kenneth Walker, but I'm not as high on him as other people. But the way the board was falling, we had a big run of running backs yes, go. A and big a, run. A, it's a good good value here i would have taken him if he got back to me i would told you i would have taken him yeah. for sure so to be able to get a young running back of his ability and his draft capital i was very very happy for for that to go that way jameson williams goes at 414 Trey, Traylon burks at 601 so a couple rookies back to me at 602 and i go with another receiver so now this is going to be my fourth receiver off the board i ended up going terry mclaurin which this pick looks even better now after he just signed that three-year deal we know everything's good to go locked up no hold out receiver in the nfl yeah so million dollars a year so i'm very happy with that so i now have four receivers which are debo samuel tyreek hill michael pittman jr and terry receivers are really good really good i'm really happy with my wide receiver room Patrick Mahomes at quarterback and Kenneth Walker at running back. So, like, we're getting close here to the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Is there any like anything else from the draft that you guys? Well, hold on, I'm up next with back to back. No, we're not. We're not going to you anymore. I'm, I'm up kidding. next with the back to back picks. I made a big scene about it. All right, go let, ahead. Let him make his back to back picks, and then why don't we read off our total team? Yeah, and and where we finished. I was gonna okay. say, is there any big trades or anything that you guys? Definitely I, I will talk about. Well, I made one more big trade. I made a couple of trades too where I moved down. I moved down a couple of spots. This trade was this draft full of trades. It was. So mm-hmm. now the fact that I moved back four spots also put me in position to have back to back picks. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, listen, call me Wendy's because I'm going double stack. <laughs> and I got both He literally did up. say that. <laughs> I put them up and I took Mike Williams and Amari Cooper. Now, two things here. Two players I really like, yep. right? Two wide receiver ones in my eyes, Mike Williams and Amari Cooper. And had also already taken Deshaun Watson and Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. So now I get two receivers under contract for the next three years with their quarterback. I have a double stack in a league that needs good quarterbacks. So I have good quarterbacks and their number one receivers on my roster, which really, if they end up a wide receiver ones, this gives me a huge advantage against my league mates to win this league to have that stack. Not not just one stack, but a double stack of wide receiver ones. And like you said, with the floor flex, flex spots, now I have Devontae Adams, DJ Moore, Amari Cooper, and Mike Williams. So I got Adams as the old receiver. Cooper's 28, but then I got Mike Williams at 27 and DJ Moore at like 26. So like I have a good core of receivers that I don't have to worry about at least for a couple of years. Nope. I felt really good about those picks coming into what round are we in the sixth round? I feel really good about the core of my team. 
Absolutely, as you should. Uh, so we just finished up the sixth round. Uh, going into the seventh round, I ended up making a trade. Uh, a pick at 7 to, what was it? 713 and 801 to get both of those picks for my 23 first. So I get two selections, which I love this trade, by the way. And I get two picks right here. So I was very happy with with the, the ability to be able to get that. So that means I have four selections now within roughly six picks, five picks. Uh, I have a lot of draft capital right here in this range. So a couple more quarterbacks go off the board. And so we are down to the nitty gritty now at this point. Uh, guys like uh, Matt Ryan had just recently gone. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, I guess that was the only one, but still a lot, a, a lot of the quarterbacks are gone by this point. So at seven ten, this wasn't part of the trade. This was my original pick. Uh, I end up getting Carson Wentz. Then at seven thirteen, I get Sky Moore. So with Carson Wentz and Sky Moore, I did the exact same thing you did. I just built a double stack. Yep. So Terry McLaurin, Carson Wentz, and then I also get. Sky Moore with Patrick Mahomes. So now I'm at five receivers. Sky Moore is my fifth receiver. I have my two quarterbacks now. But with the scarcity at quarterback, I ended up taking another quarterback because I had two more picks. So I ended up taking Jared Goff, which is the last starter uh, because Davis Mills right, went right before that. I was thinking about Davis Mills. Uh, but Jared Goff was really the last starter that has a chance to have more than one year other than Ryan Tannehill. Came to renowned to Tannehill, Goff, I ended up going Goff. Could have gone either way there. Uh, and then with my last pick there, with all of that trading that I did, I ended up getting Cole Komet. So I insulated my tight end premium position, and now I have a full start. You love him. I do love him a lot. <laughs> that was very on brand. It was. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love that trade. I told you the time. Like, I wish I could make that deal. I didn't have a 23 first, but to get four, like, you got, I mean, basically, you say you got Sky Moore and Jared Goff or... Jared Goff and Carson Wentz for first. Either way, I right. like it. You know right. I mean, and he said later first too, which could be potentially pick thirteen. Uh, so where <laughs> he are, said thirteen, not fourteen. You hear that? Because mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a, this would be my pick, buddy. Uh, so we're currently in the draft as we speak right now, where this podcast stands. We're at pick thirteen four. I'm up in eight picks. Uh, oh, this draft's still going. It is still going. It's, it's going to be going for a while. So, oh, I was like sitting here looking at your guys' team and like, why is the why is the roster so small? I yeah. get it. So oh, it's thirty four man roster, so we're in round yeah, thirteen. Okay, okay, makes way more sense. I'm sitting here looking at your teams like, eh, so, so here weird. here's oh. my roster as it stands through thirteen rounds: uh, Justin Herbert, Deshaun Watson, and Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Fourteen team. Uh, I got Baker Mayfield a little bit later in the draft. Uh, ended up being right around uh, pick. It was pick nine six. Do you think Baker's a starter somewhere this year? I think he is. I think he moves. To, if he, I think for sure he gets traded, for sure, uh, to either Carolina and Seattle. And he's a, he's definitely better than Jared uh, Derek. Uh, oh well, Drew Locke, and he's better than Sam Darnold. Is there a chance Baker plays for the Browns this year? Zero percent chance. Okay. Did you hear his comment though? I they, thought it was he, interesting. He I did not apologize. They, they'd have to initiate the talk. Yeah. Basically, somebody asked him, would you even consider it? Starting if Watson gets suspended. My buddy texted me this morning. He's like, I would really, like, if he's like, if a Watson gets suspended, he's like, I know it's not going to happen. My dream scenario is Baker's the starter. The Browns win the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. And they Dude, don't but know just what think the hell about Baker's, the sunset. Think about Baker's story. All the, like, all the adversity that he went through. Oh, it's college. a movie. Like, if oh, you, it's crazy. If you, if you would end up doing that, it would legitimately be an amazing movie. The Browns would franchise would, him and they would trade him for multiple firsts. Yeah. Like, screw the front office, screw the owner, screw all them. Like, I'm think about it. Win. You're in the locker room with your guys. Like, those are your guys, you know? Yeah. And you're going to go out there and play with them. Like, that's got to be the. That would be amazing. To me, that would be best case for Baker because he's going to be for playing sure. on the best team possible. Seattle, yeah, exactly. Seattle's got good receivers, but their offensive line's not very good. Um, Carolina, same thing. You know what I mean? It's like. Carolina would be a good spot for him, but I still think Seattle's the, the leader in the clubhouse for him. But for him to play on this team, that'd be really good for his career. And what he's got to worry about right now is what's best for Baker. And what he's got to realize is yeah. this is a business, right? He is playing for his future, his career, and to be the face of another franchise. And if he plays well here, he, he's a, he will be in a good spot. And honestly, my thought on that would be 
you play here, you have a very good chance then to go be the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with their team, which is a Super Bowl caliber. Team. Well, here you can go play for anyone that needs a quarterback. I mean, exactly. It could be with, with the Washington Commanders. It could be I mean, Commanders. Yeah. I would say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the best case for him. I think that, that'd be a smart move for him. I don't think it's going to happen, um, but that's a possibility. So I took Baker Mayfield there because, again, I'm getting a 26 year old quarterback that. Because of the, because you, of the situation, all you had to do was trade up, uh, trade a second pick to get up and get that pick, the second oh, round oh pick yeah. in twenty four. I said not I tra- even in twenty three. Also for this pick, I did. I traded twenty four second for this pick. Wow, that wanted steal. Baker. I kept offering, offering until steal. somebody. Uh, so I always got Baker for a twenty four second and fourteen man. Later. You were liquored up and you were talking smooth. Um, so I get Baker Mayfield. That we were at home by that point. Oh, the draft was even over. I, don't yeah, know I texted you. I was like, I just traded up for Baker. <laughs> I was like, I um, this guy. At running back, I have Chase Edmonds, Christian McCaffrey, Damian Pierce. A little rough around the edges here. Um, I'm Points. hoping, like, I'm hoping maybe Tyler Algiers here when it comes back. He is still there um, at the moment. If not, guys like Naheem Himes, Melvin Gordon, Cordero Patterson are are on the board. JD McKissick <laughs> is on the on the board. So those are guys that can, like Patterson can help me now. Sure, Melvin Gordon help me now. So I'm going to get one of those guys. At receiver, I have Devontae Adams, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Mike Williams, and I added Christian Watson. Nice. Uh, I want to get one of the young receivers to sit behind my older guys. So as you see, I want Adams, Cooper, uh, or Moore, Williams. It's, it's a very nice line of age. Like I'm not like just going all old here. I'm giving myself some youth here at the position of need. Some variance, yep. At tight end, I have Dalton Schultz and Greg Dulcich. So it's not the strongest position, but I do have a very good tight end in uh, Dalton Schultz if he, if he plays like he did last year. Mm-hmm. No, Amari Cooper, tight end premium. I should have a top five guy here at the position. Yeah. Um, tight ends went pretty quick there. I was hoping to get like Njoku at one point, and he yeah, went. They, they went slow, and then all of a sudden, like way, way fast off the board. So my, my plan here is like, I know Hunter Henry's still on the board. Uh, that's a possibility for me. But if after that, after I get a couple more guys like Jacoby Brissett and some of those running backs, like I'm just going to load up in the later rounds guys on like Kate Otten, Daniel Bellinger, things on those guys and get the youth there in the upside. So for me, my final lineup is Patrick Mahomes, Carson Wentz, and Jared Goff at quarterback. So I feel, especially in a 14-team league, feel pretty solid uh, about my quarterback situation. Then we have uh, running back. Basically, every pick I have made since I uh, since the part that I read to you guys has been on upside running backs. So the only solid running back that I have is Kenneth Walker, and it's a 14-team league, so it, there's not a lot to go from. But I took as many upside guys as I could. So ended up with Zamir White, Ramondre Stevenson, Kenneth Gainwell, and Alexander Madison. So four guys that I think all have good upside all could end up contributing this year, but none of them are, you know, steady eddies. Uh, wide receiver, I'll put my wide receiver room up against anybody in the league, uh, and it'll probably win. According to GM right now, it is the best one. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Terry McLaurin, Sky Moore, Michael Pittman Jr., and Debo Samuel, and then Cole Komet as my tight end. So, uh, yeah, so really the only spot that I'm overly worried about is is running back. Like I said, with Zamir White, Ramondre Stevenson, Alexander Madison, Kenneth Gainwell, those are four upside players that I like to target in more of a zero RB strategy. This isn't a true zero RB, uh, but it, it tended more that way. And I could easily see one or two of those guys emerging. Yeah, and I encourage everybody to go to myfantasyleague.com. And when you go to league search, hashtag Ohio Dino. So it's hashtag Ohio, O-H-I-O, Dino, D-Y-N-O. You can go check out the league there. Look at everybody's team. Look at the draft. The draft is still going on, so you can follow along. Mm-hmm. And uh, let us know how it's going. You know, Let us know how we're doing, what team you think are the best. Let me know if you like my team, if you like Garrett's team, which uh, obviously are the two best teams. Uh, Bo show. You can hit up Lord Reeves, Chris Allen, all these guys that Tell are how in the bad business it is. at Bob Lung. Tell them how bad their team is in <clears throat> Discord if you're in there. <laughs> and if you're in Discord, check it out. So check it out. Check out our sponsors. Like we said, Prize Picks, FFPC. Uh, check out the Nerd Herd. It's a great place to entertain yourself in the summer. I mean, listen, July is the slowest month when it comes to Dynasty, right? Like, what 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 you're going to do, moves, a lot of family vacations, summertime. But the Dynasty GM is there for your pleasure, right? You're going you're gonna to be able to get in there, see all your leagues, see the moves you got to make, kind of get some good strategy as you enter August, uh, prepared for your Dynasty leagues. 
Get in there, see what we got to offer. Use that promo code. Uh, we don't have a promo code right now. I was giving the promo code out. We don't have a promo no, code. No, we don't have one. We're not running a special right now, unfortunately. But You got to pay full price. Full price, Buster. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can get in there and check it out. Still really inexpensive. Check out the YouTube channel. Check out the uh, Instagram, TikToks, all that stuff. We're everywhere. One of the best parts about Nerd Herd membership right now is the Discord, though. I mean, we... On the way up here to record the podcast tonight, Garrett, you you got in there. You're doing an AMA, which mm-hmm. I was if you don't know too. what an AMA is. Rich, it's yeah, ask me anything, and uh, it's basically like a clubhouse or a Twitter Spaces yeah. where we go up on stage and you guys just ask us questions. You know, hey, I'm doing this with my team. What do you think about this? What should and, I do? And there's a lot of guys doing it. Our different writers will do it. Sometimes the Devi team will do those. Yeah, uh, we've done a, a lot of our episodes have centered around the Discord lately. Whether it would be with with mock drafts or uh, Matt and I got some questions there last week uh, from from uh, the, the Discord for the trade questions. And you got a couple thousand people just to talk Dynasty with. And we're like almost up to 2,000 in there right now. Yeah. 2,000, yeah. So 2,000 people to like nerd herd only. talk so Dynasty people with. People are starting uh, leagues. Start new leagues in there. Yeah. It's, and listen, if you're going to start a league, these are the people you want to start a league with. It's another great perk besides all the other perks you get, like the Dynasty GM, mm-hmm. the Dynasty Nerds film room, the Nerd score, all that stuff. Like, again, we're trying to give you the best position to... Dominate your leagues and knowledge is power. So we give you as much knowledge as power. And some of that is just talking dynasty fantasy football yep. with people that are passionate like you. And when you're in a room in a group with 2000 people that live all over the U S Hey guys, like I live in Carolina. This is what I'm hearing about. We got uh, state channels Terrence in Marshall. There. Yeah, we do have state channels. Yeah, so you so can you literally gotta, talk can, to people from your state. All you do is you push like an emoji for your state. It gives you that role. And then you have like a state channel. So an Ohio chat or a Michigan chat. It'd be it just people from your state. And that's yeah. it. And that room. Get to know nerd herd people from, from your state. So, so it's pretty cool. It yeah, a lot of I stuff mean, going on in there. I encourage everybody. I mean, definitely in July, join for the month, right? Membership and see what you think, you know? Do the month a month. The next time we run a promo, then you sign up for the year. If you yeah. if you really like it and get a good discount. And you're, then you're, you're going to like it. Yeah. There's nothing not to like. So check it out. DynastyNerds.com. We'll be back next week talking Dynasty Fantasy Football. is the first time in a month as a complete group. Woo. Can't wait. As long as nobody gets sick. Yeah. Adios.